Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. Hyatt's Raiderland, featuring Rob Bro. Hamburgers, the cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. What kind of hamburgers? Cheeseburgers. No, 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 no. Where'd you get them? McDonald's, Wendy's, Jack in the Box. Where? Uh, Big Kahuna Burger. Big Kahuna Burger. That's that Hawaiian burger joint. I hear they got some tasty burgers. I ain't never had one myself. How are they? They're good. You mind if I try one of yours? Mm-hmm. This is a tasty burger. I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, your West Texas sports voice. Well, good morning, West Texans. All you good, fine, friendly folks out there who wish you were. you got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro taking you till 1 o'clock today here in the Arctic Air Studios. We'll turn morning into afternoon with you fine folks. Listening in in San Angelo, ESPN 960 here in the Hubbleplex, Talk 103.9 FM, News Money Sports. It is Tuesday. You could already be texting in. You can text in any day of the week, really. Eventually, we'll find one of your text messages, no doubt about it. 806-855-3712. Always use the... 806, so uh, you uh, don't end up sending it to the angry man in Florida. He will not respond. 806-855-3712. Two-word Tuesday, we'll give you a topic. You give us two words to describe said topic. Uh, also, uh, we've got our Super Bowl hype question, questions actually of the day, and then our official question of the day. It's always food around here in Raiderland. We make it official on Tuesdays. Best thing I ever ate. We're going to gas stations today. Trust me. Uh, and then there was a basketball game last night. Not, I mean, well, it was interesting. You see, there wasn't really much of a basketball game until there was. And when it showed up, it was Big 12 life in full force. Obviously, by now, most of you know, the uh, Red Raiders come all the way back from 23 down. Not in the first half, but with 12.38 to play against 13th-ranked Iowa State. They take it to overtime. They win 80-77. to It's the largest comeback in school history. And we have seen a few over the years that stand out. And this one may have, may have trumped them all. Uh, with, with how it happened, the scenario that was in place, a winless Big 12 team, and then suddenly, suddenly they looked like the, uh, the Lakers or the Celtics of the 1980s. It was, uh, and I thought about just making that the two-word Tuesday topic today to describe the comeback, but, uh, I'll let you guys have a lot more words than that. So uh, get in on the text line, 806-855-3712. Many of you listening on the apps, that is fantastic. We appreciate you doing that. Uh, If you are and you don't have the notifications turned on, please turn on the notifications so you can be notified of things that are notification-worthy. Breaking news, it could be at kkm.com. If you don't have the app, you can download it at kkm.com for Talk 103.9. Follow the station on Twitter today. Uh, and every day at Talk 103.9. Me, I'm just Ryan Hyatt, at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. The show never ends. We come back in the evenings with the daily broadcast, usually around 6.30ish. We wrap up the day together, highly interactive and fun. And you can check out everything we do there on our website, theraiderland.com. He is Rob Bro at Rob Bro Show on Twitter. One-third of the gambling gauchos. He pulses the people. He is king of hat of the day. And he uh, also is the host of the Rob Bro Show, appropriately named. It comes your way Monday through Friday right here on Talk 103.9 FM, right after we wrap up. And, of course, that's when they decide every day to break all of the news 
that uh, needs to be released at 1 o'clock Central. So today on the Rob Bro Show, uh, you get to find out what the Big 12 schedule will look like next year for Red Raider football. Yeah, today's Rob Bro Show is canceled. It is the <laughs> Rob Bro Show schedule release The party. release party. Yeah. Uh, and appropriately. I, I tried. I made my prediction on the uh, Gauchos or this show last week. That would be 11 a.m. on Tuesday. I was two hours off. Two I'm hours sorry. off. Yeah. I tried. You did I your tried best. to say 11 a.m. I tried to will it into existence. I was two hours off. Now, we know a little bit because apparently somebody at TCU uh, hit send instead of save. And the TCU portion, uh, the TCU portion of the schedule is out. And if, if that is correct, it looks like Tech may have a, a Thursday night game uh, coming up. So we'll see. Uh, 806-855-3712 for you to get in. Okay, here's the two-word Tuesday topic. It was the scene of, uh, obviously, the biggest comeback in Texas Tech men's basketball history last night. Now, uh, not quite 25 years old. Give us two words to describe United Supermarkets Arena. You can approach that. You can approach that any which way you uh, you choose. From atmosphere to, I, I just, again... Any two words that you want to utilize on that to describe United Supermarkets Arena? What used to be United? Uh, you know, now the supermarkets is in there. United Spirit. I always thought that was, I thought it was weird when they named it United Spirit Arena. And But then I got used to it, and then when they changed it to Supermarkets Arena, I was right. like, it took me forever to not butcher that on the broadcast. And now United Spirit Arena sounds weird. Yeah, do, would you would you say that once or twice and then say the USA or would uh, you say the mouthful the entire time? Were uh, you obligated to say? Uh, I felt obligated right. on a tech broadcast, right. to yeah. refer to it that way. But the, there was no mandate. There or, was no mandate. I was never told I had to. But you just were like, hey, it, they ponied up initially ten million dollars on this thing. At least it's not uh, GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. Goodness, what a mouthful some of those are, right? <laughs> Did you see Chris Jones? After the game, talking about Burrowhead. I didn't see his comment. He said, don't ever, ever, ever disrespect Arrowhead. And then he kind of collected himself, and he's like, (laughs) J-G-E-H-E. He went on and said the whole thing. It was just kind of awkward. Well, it's like, uh, like G-E-H-A. I was like, all right, buddy, you, you don't need to say the whole thing. We get it. Creighton plays in the convention center there in Omaha, and it's got it's named after one of the healthcare facilities. Yeah. kind of similar, and it's got like four lines of stuff that you would have to say. Crazy. So, yeah, United Supermarkets Arena, that's a two-word Tuesday topic. Uh, real quick, here's your, uh, Here's your Super Bowl hype question. We are legally obligated to engage in Super Bowl hype every day on the show between now and the Super Bowl. Is it big game hype? or We can say Super Bowl. Oh, that As legal? a news okay. outlet, right. uh, we are allowed to say Super Bowl, uh, but we have to engage in hype. So here's your hype question. Right. Uh, two-parter here. First Super Bowl you remember, that you vividly remember, watching. The first one that not not that you know through replays and but I mean you remember the day right you remember the game you remember the day what whatever that Super Bowl is uh, the second part of this is when it comes to the Super Bowl are you a host or are you a guest do you want to control the proceedings and host your own Super Bowl get together or do you not want to mess with that and just be the invited guest who shows up with a bag of chips. And, and some cheese and your beer, and then you leave at any time and let let the host worry about cleaning up and everything else. 
which one are you more likely to be? I have both hosted and uh, been a guest Same. over the years. I kind of like hosting uh, because I can control stuff. And I'm, a, as you know, I'm a control freak. What? No, it's true. You know, you and I are not alike in that at all. No, none at all. <laughs> so uh, host or go out. And if you're planning a Super Bowl party this year, let us know. We might drop by. No, we won't. No. Not going to lie. We're probably no. not going to do that. 806-855-3712. Um, all right, so our food topic today. Give us the last thing you uh, ate from a gas station. Gas station or truck stop. The last thing that you bought, I assume you bought it. You probably didn't shoplift it. But the food item, gas station food item, what was the last thing you consumed that you got at a gas station? I recently unlocked some childhood memories at a gas station. Really? We used to frequent the, uh, well, we still do, but the United Deli. Right. And they had these things called Crispitos. Okay. Okay. But they don't sell them at Market Street. They were just at the United we used to go to. And I've I've not seen them at a United Deli in a long time. But I was at the United Express the other day. And in some foil packages, Crispitos. There they were. So I got a couple. And then they also have... Uh, it's like a long, skinny Hot Pocket. Have you had these, the pizza sticks? No, I have not. Oh, oh, yeah. Am I missing out? Unlocked a pizza stick memory and a Crispito memory pretty good the other don't day. I don't think I've ever had at, the pizza uh, the stick. the United Express. I don't think I've done that. It is a it is a long, skinny Hot Pocket. It is really good. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right. So uh, last thing you bought and consumed from a gas station slash truck stop. Two or Tuesday, the topic, United Supermarkets Arena. And uh, we get your thoughts on the uh, comeback victory last night for Texas Tech. There uh, are always a lot of layers anytime you have a game like this. One of the texters saying, my pick on your 630 show was 7570 Tech. Nice nice call, whoever that was, picking that on uh, on our daily broadcast there last night. But, I mean, first half, I'm sitting there thinking, hey, they came out, you know, kind of a puncher's chance, and, and, and Iowa State's just going to, Slow cook this thing away from you, and yeah, it's just they're good, man. Iowa State's good. You got matchup problems. You looked flat. Yeah, you you looked flat. Toward the end of the first half, you just looked you looked beat. Yeah, you looked like it looked like a team that just wanted it over. Yeah, just let's get this thing over with. Let's Back get in the out Big of here. Twelve, kind of eeyore in it. All all of it. It nothing. There was nothing ever to indicate up until the comeback begins. That this this Texas Tech team was going to author any resistance against Iowa State. Nothing. I so I felt all of that in the first half. In the second half, e- long before the twelve minute mark, when you really started the comeback, it felt like the guys were playing hard. And, and I was thinking to myself, you know, Iowa State's just better than you. If you can, you know, cut this back down to fifteen or or ten and make it respectable, but right. Caleb Grill's going off. Kelsher just looks unstoppable, and until the twelve minute mark, they were matching you every shot. But at least you were making shots, right? And so I, I was resigned last night up into well, we would talk before the show down to about four minutes, even though he got it within five a couple times, right? 
Uh, I was, you know, trying to come up with some moral victories, even though yesterday on the show I said there were zero moral victories you could have had from last night. Well, that, that's kind of where I was about that same mark after Grill comes in and hits the three. To when put it back to, four, to seven. And you're yeah. back to seven. I'm thinking, man, it took so much energy out of this team to try to fight back. It's just you see this so many times that the the team, even though Tech was not technically the underdog in this one, by the way, when it went off, some right. interesting stuff there in Vegas, um, that it was just out of gas. And then, then they, they weren't. Yeah, you were uh, featured on Bad Beats, I believe, last night. Yeah. Scott Van Pelt's Bad Beats. Yeah, good old Scott. 23-point lead with 12.38 to go. to go, and you covered a two-and-a-half-point spread. Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. In overtime. Um, so so what, what, what was the difference? Well, obviously, they kept playing hard, as you said. The defense fed the offense. Last night, one hundred percent. The defense, with the defensive changes that they made throughout the second half, getting into more pressure defense. Iowa State's coach talked about it after the game. Uh, you know how they they forced them to dribble. I think was the term he used. But it was the defense I, that I think looking back was really the catalyst. Not the the offense was better. I thought the offense obviously got better. You were taking more yeah. shots. You got more possessions, but it was the defense. And I had started to label the no-middle defense the no-problem defense. Right. Because that's what it looked like in the first half. Unbelievable. And we've mentioned on the show ad nauseum the, the defensive effort, the, you know, the blocking out and all that stuff just looks a little off this year. Yep. I think we underestimated two or three defensive plays that completely changed games in the last four or five years with Kevin McCuller and Terrence Shannon and Adonis Arms sticking those big paws out there and getting a coast-to-coast basket or two coast-to-coast baskets to kind of spark the defense. You haven't had any spark. Nope. And last night, Tyson uh, Tyson McCuller... Uh, was that guy on defense? Old uh, Jalen Tyson put on his McCullers costume and, and was a tough defender at the perimeter. And Lamar Washington too. Washington was just had his best game of the year. I don't know. Fantastic in the second half. I, I don't know if it actually shows in the box score, but that six point run between Tyson and uh, Washington was the game late in the first second I, half. I mean that. The Washington plus minus, and that stat is really, it's being thrown around a lot without a lot of context, and it can be overused and overanalyzed. And I know we got to take the break. He was plus 18, which means Tech was up 18 points in the minutes that he was in the game. Yeah, and most of his minutes coming in the second half. Right. But he was a big part of the comeback. Yeah. I mean, that's just. There's so much to unpack. All right, let's get your thoughts on the game. What what did you see last night? Just uh, give us, you know, did you give up? You can admit it. You can admit it. You can get, you, if you walked away from the TV or whatever, you can admit it. It's okay. Two-word Tuesday, Topic United Supermarkets Arena. Question of the day is uh, the last thing you ate from a gas station and then our Super Bowl hype, the first Super Bowl you remember, and are you a host or are you a guest? 806-855-3712. we got them stacking up on the text line. Keep on firing. Quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro.
1123, you got Ryan Hyatt's Raider Landry here and Rob Bro taking you to 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. ESPN 960 San Angelo, Talk 103.9 FM, News Money Sports in Lubbock. Question of the day, what's the last thing you ate from a gas station slash truck stop? Toured Tuesday, the topic, United Supermarkets Arena, where Texas Tech authored the biggest comeback in school history last night against Iowa State, 80-77 in overtime. You tell us your thoughts on that game, that man. Super Bowl hype, first Super Bowl you can remember, and are you a host, or do you go out? Texters are stacking up. We better get to them or they get angry. Uh, how about a uh, chimichanga from Allsup's? For the uh, last gas station food consumed. Can't go wrong. Keep you alive. Uh, grape crush and tamales. Grape crush. Not bad. Uh, another one on the chimichanga. Texter. Uh, I was born on Super Bowl Ten Sunday. Cowboys lost. Remember like it was yesterday. Ha, ha, ha. Heartbreaking. That is... That's probably the first Super Bowl I really remember watching... But it's it's tenuous, no pun intended. Eleven, really, with Oakland and Minnesota is really what I would say. Like yeah. the whole day, remember where I was, you know, all the all that good stuff. I watched those three Cowboys Super Bowls from when I was a kid so many times on my granddad's VHSs. You felt like you. Now yeah. I I certainly watched them live. Um, I, I remember watching the. That third one live, right? Old enough, um, but I really remember those Broncos Packers Super Bowls from the next few years yeah, after that. That that's that, I think I think when you get to be about nine or ten, yeah. is when you really really lock in on those memories. You remember watching some of those before, when right? You're and you six, you start, seven, eight, stuff, you know. But but you start remembering like the the church parties and you're watching right. them on the big screen and all that stuff. Exactly. So the codified memory of everything around it. Texture on the text line 806-855-3712. I was shocked by how well they played when they pressed and Iowa State looked scared. Really did not expect the fight. They decided to put up with 12 minutes left in the game. I mean, I really do think they fought well the entire second half. Yeah, I just took a while to for everything to kick in, the adjustments maybe to come to fruition. Well, and Tyson getting that first steal was huge. Yeah. It completely changed the game. This is the first time against a quality team that we've that we saw Texas Tech dictate the terms of how the game would be played. This is the first time this season, period, that it looked <laughs> like Mark Adams outcoached the other coach. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to pile on Mark Adams here. I no. I really do think he whipped T.J. Otzelberger last night and put him up and down the court. Yeah. Like, really, really outmaneuvered In the decision him. to go small, again, not I'm not, not bagging on Bacho, okay? Something's wrong with Bacho. Yeah, it was a he's little bit not of necessity healthy. there, but... He's not healthy right now. I don't, I don't believe he's healthy. I don't believe he is the same player he was in non-conference by any stretch. And just nothing looks right. But Iowa State just did not have a physical presence oh. that they were going to go to down low. Nope. You did not need Daniel Bacho on the floor, no, and you, it changed the game. You needed the you needed the speed. You needed the defense. You needed the perimeter. You needed the spacing. The spacing now in, down in, in the second half was so much better than we've seen it a lot of times. I don't think you can do that against Baylor this no. weekend. But different animal. But. 
if Lampkin misses any more games, you might can yeah. do it against TCU. Agreed. You can certainly play that way against Kansas State. Yeah. Who's a really good team, but you could go you could go guard heavy. Kansas goes guard heavy quite a bit. You could just match what Kansas does. I I think there's plenty of opportunities left on this Big 12 schedule. And I'm not saying you want to put one of your better players, who I still think Daniel Bacho is, just on the shelf. And if Fardos plays again, you certainly want to play him if he's available. But I really do think they're onto something with O'Banner at the five. Yeah. Texter says he'll be having chicken tortilla soup from Costco for lunch. Yeah, they got gas pumps there. That'll work. Another texter, uh, last thing uh, he ate from a gas station, wants to know, does a quart of Lone Star count? Yes. Yes, it does. A quart. It's like a salad. It's like a 40? <laughs> another I didn't one. know they sold those. Another one on the Allsup's fried burrito. Oh, yeah, you'd be amazed what you... Uh, is Bucky's a gas station? Do they have gas pumps? Yes. They're a, uh, they're a gas station. They're a truck stop. We can Truck stop, gas station, same thing to me. Right? That counts. Oh, yeah. Well, Bucky's is not a truck stop. Well, they don't allow truckers. Yeah, they don't. It's a gas station. Yeah, it's a gas station. No, it's one hundred percent a gas station. Uh, Texter, well, the old man saw his first the first Super Bowl benefit of being old man. Preferred to be guest, having been host a couple of times. Mini chocolate covered donuts, hard to beat from a gas station. I concur on the little bitty little bitty thing of donuts. Yeah, when I was uh, at uh, the bachelor pad, I used to live at. We loved hosting the Super Bowl. Yeah. Current setup not conducive not, to hosting. Not, not I, a, I, I don't know that I would want to anymore. When it was four or five of us there, and yeah. we were yeah, that right was now it'd kind of be like two in, two out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can not, stay for a drive. Over. You got to go. Eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. First Super Bowl you remember watching, and do you host or do you go out? Your thoughts on text come back against Iowa State to our Tuesday topic, United Supermarkets Arena, and tell us the last thing you ate from a gas station. 806-855-3712. A lot going on today. That's the way it should be every day. Bottom of the hour break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Talk 103.9. Eleven thirty-four. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro taking it till one o'clock today in the Arctic Air Studios. Uh, if you got a little too much Arctic air in your house right now, you need to call the Bear. Call the Bear dot com. They'll get you fixed up quick. ESPN nine hundred and sixty San Angelo in Lubbock. We get you on Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports Question of the Day. Always food on Tuesdays. Hat tip. Cooking Channel, best thing ever. Eight, great show. Uh, what's the last thing you ate from a gas station? What's the last thing you bought at a gas station to eat? Could be anything. It could be a crackle bar. Maybe you just got a good old crackle bar. Two or Tuesday topic: United Supermarkets Arena. Tech comes all the way back from twenty-three down. Trying to put some of this into perspective, and it's really almost impossible. Give us your thoughts on the eighty seventy-seven overtime victory, and then by law we must bring you Super Bowl hype. First Super Bowl you remember. And are you a host or are you a guest type of Super Bowl participant? The first Super Bowl party I went to, like, not at church or with my parents or anything, was a Colts-Bears. Right. That was a great Super Bowl. 
Nice rainy day. Yeah. The best thing about that Super Bowl is Prince, I think, was the halftime uh, performer that year. Well, yeah, I think and it, it rains yeah. while he's playing yes. Purple Rain. Because why would it not? The power of the NFL. Beautiful. Texter uh, talking about tech last night. I gave up before it started. I watched zero first half, saw the score at the half, and said, nope. I did flip to see the final, and it was a four-point game. So quick, so luckily I saw the ending. Still can't believe what I witnessed. I wish I had a dollar for all the text messages I started getting, you know, from different yeah. people. I mean, all over the country. Uh, different people get to me and say, what is going on? What is happening here? It's like, hell if I know. Yeah. So full transparency. I was watching, uh, I, I've been re-watching the TV show Suits. Yeah. You ever watch that one? Um, on USA, a little bit, yeah. Lawyer show, and uh, I was finishing an episode while the game started, so I pull up the game on my laptop. I'm kind of doing both, uh, and I see how the game's going. So the f- the first half is strictly on the laptop, kind of kind of quiet volume in the corner, keeping up but not really watching. Uh, every time I look over, Grills hit another three. And then, you know, the episode's over, and I start another one, and then that one's over. We're a couple of minutes into halftime, and I'm like, all right, I'll just put this on the big TV, and we'll see what happens. And then I've got the whole experience in the second half, but I, I was no in no rush. Right. <laughs> no rush to flip it over to the big screen. I, I was fine on my laptop for a good portion of the game. Texter's on the text line, 806-855-3712. Texter, I couldn't figure out... How we would be favored by two and a half points. That's why they keep building new casinos and I stay broke. Not so fast. This is a really good example. A lot of people will see what happened last night and go, well, you know, Vegas just knows, baby. They just know. Actually, Vegas was wrong. The line was wrong. And here's kind of what was transpiring as I was picking this up during the late afternoon into the evening before tip-off. Um, that it it'd start off Iowa State. It had flipped during the day on some major players, shall we say, believing that Grill would not play for Iowa State and that Isaacs would play for Texas Tech. There was scuttlebutt. There, there was scuttlebutt. There was wind in the wire that that was going to be that. So that started flipping a little bit, and there were some pretty pretty big swings. Now remember, there weren't a lot of college games last night. The money was not spread out. It was not a typical handle evening for college basketball. So you had some hyper handle going into fewer games last night. What was really interesting, though, was when the when the lineups are out, when it comes out, you know, about an hour before the game, that Grill is going to be in the lineup, and Isaacs is not. That 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 the market never adjusted before tip-off last night. That was what was so strange. Now, it's just pure dumb luck. If you if you had Texas Tech, you know, laying the two-and-a-half last night and you win on that, congratulations. Right. But that's not – that wasn't a sharp play. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't Vegas knowing. That's just a deal. It's also it, – people were trying to say, well, that's just respect for the USA, man. No, that's, that's the Big 12. Right. Kansas State just beat, uh, what was it, Kansas and Lawrence mm-hmm. by 25, and they were underdogs in Morgantown, and Morgantown hadn't won a Big 12 game yet. Right. And West Virginia wins that and game. West Virginia it's won their that first game. win. So uh, I think a lot of people want to ascribe it to, you know, Lubbock and, and all this. It's just the Big 12. 
Text her on the last thing they ate from a gas station. Two burritos with ketchup from all subs. How are we on the ketchup on burritos? Uh, that would be the last choice of mine. I typically don't put anything on my burritos like that. I I go in spurts. Yeah? I'll uh, not do it. I'll do taco sauce, and then every once in a while I'll throw a mustard on there, but I would never go ketchup. I'm not hating. I just, that's not a personal preference of mine. Texter, uh, late night returns from out of town. The package of spicy peanuts at a post-Texas convenience store. Uh, seems hot food usually empty, uh, getting a little gas to make the final 40 miles. I'm good with, I, every like now and then. The, peanut? Yeah, those yeah. are great, man. Yeah. You got like two bags for a buck or something. Protein. Texter's first Super Bowl that they remember. Uh, Super Bowl nine. I was nine. I remember the Chiefs beating the oh Super Bowl four. Pardon me. I I stink at my Roman numerals now. Sorry. That's Super Bowl. Uh, I thought four. you just you know Chiefs beating the Vikings. Four, yeah. you were squinting over there. A yeah. Little bit. Uh, Chiefs beating the Vikings. Most thought the Vikings would win. That was that was the one that really solidified the AFL in the coming merger. Obviously, the Jets upset of the Colts in three. But what the what the Chiefs did to Bud Grant's Vikings that day, and and I've I've gone back and tried to watch the NFL films to see if this is true. I have been told this is factual. The Vikings that day had zero motion pre-snap. They didn't bring anybody in motion. They went to the line. They lined up. They snapped the ball the good God-fearing NFL way. The Chiefs in that, you know, late 60s, 70s, wide open style offense, all over the place, motion, crazy offense. And there's the Vikings. And it was the perfect, if the Jets Colts hadn't been the perfect AFL NFL um, dichotomy, no, right. that's not right. Either way, clash of culture. It was even more so the next year with what Kansas City did, with probably the greatest team in the AFL history. Offense, defense, and everything considered. Just about everybody on that defense, yeah. Hall of Famer. 50, uh, 52 years ago. Ah, that's a long time ago. Texter on Texas Tech. We were talking a little bit about Bacho. Said, thought, texter says, I thought Bacho's body language was awful in the first half. I, 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 I try not to go down the body language route a lot. I just think he's frustrated. And again, I just don't think he's he's playing healthy. But yeah, I mentioned last game there was a moment where he was denied an entry pass twice in one possession, and then just backed away. Yeah, and didn't finish the possession. He looks. Really, I don't know if that was LSU or West Virginia, but he looks really really frustrated right now on the court. If he, yeah. There were moments last year where Santos Silva was not involved and you worked possessions to him early to kind of let him know, hey, man, you're involved, right. but once you go out, you're going to have to find it when you come back in. That might have even been two years ago, Beards last year, where you opened like every half with the Santos Silva touch. Yeah, Marcus Santos Silva. Did you see him correcting people the other day? Yeah. Marcus. Marcus. Always been Marcus, not Marcos. Uh, it's kind of a tongue twister to say Marcus Santos yeah. is why. But regardless, 
Um, do you need to start forcing it to Bacho to help him a little bit, or he's just gonna have to work to get it himself? They got to figure it out because, as you mentioned, there are some teams you can play small lineups and get away with it for long, extended minutes, like you did last night. But there are going to be times the rest of the way where you're going to be faced where you need Daniel Bacho on the floor. Yeah, and one of the worst aspects of this team has been the entry pass to the low post. I don't know how many times O'Banner and Bacho have streaked to the basket. Struck? Strode? Yeah, streaked. streaked. I like streaked. Streaking. Have flashed to the basket. Flashed. There Cut you go. to the basket. That's the word. And uh, either the guard can't see him or just starts dribbling again. Yeah. And I, I would be frustrated. Yeah. So I, I understand why Bacho might be, I again, just trying to read body language, but that, that does seem to have some merit, in my opinion. Yeah. 806-855-3712. Texter, does Bucky's count? Yes, it does. Ate a uh, sliced brisket sandwich. Pretty good. Also bought some frozen boudin. Got a little bit of the frozen boudin today. At the Bucky's. I think I missed the text. Somebody mentioned getting some um, egg rolls. The texture said egg rolls at a QT, a little quick trip. Yeah. Man, that may be the bridge too far for me. Egg rolls or sushi? I don't know. What kind of egg roll? Didn't say. It those fancy, egg roll. Was it one of those fancy, like... I mean, it could be anything. Chicken, chicken, uh, Southwest egg roll kind I mean, of things? Basically, I'd eat the egg roll if it looked more like a taquito. Yeah, those roller things. Are, you know, that... I mean... But some of this... So it, if you're getting a little fancy... Oh, they uh, they roll that stuff out quite a bit. I hey, and and I love the gas station or not gas station sushi. I've never seen it, but uh, the the United the United sushi is awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just the in store and yeah. Well, oh. uh, text kudos to the students last night. They showed up. The crowd that was there was really loud. I believe the crowd helped with the team's will to win. Last thing to eat at a gas station: kettle cooked jalapeno potato chips. Solid. And yeah, the crowd that was there. Well, and this is something we've was, said a hundred times. Making noise, making the difference. A hundred times on this show. Uh, regardless of size, this basketball crowd is really smart. Yes. And aggressive and tenacious. I mean, they are loud. They have figured out how to insert themselves into the proceeding. And it it doesn't really matter how many people are there. It sounds full. Yeah. Maybe that's my two words for the USA. It sounds full. Sounds full, yeah. It certainly sounded full last night. Uh, with about 8,000 people there, it said ticketed attendance was, uh, I think, 10,000. Uh, 10,428 on the ticketed. I would I would give it eight. Kansas State sold out, by the way. Coming up Saturday. February, February 11th. The 11th at 6 o'clock. No more 8 o'clock starts. All right? Why did you have two Big 12 teams playing against, you know, Against each other at eight o'clock. Yeah, why? Why can't we do six and eight? And why in the heck is a top ten matchup on ESPN Plus tonight? Again, you have to be able to flex that somewhere. Your mark, get to work. The schedule's done for football now. What is he doing? He's not doing anything. An hour and thirteen minutes away. Close. The party begins at one o'clock on the Rob Bro Show. We got to take the uh, timeout. Our last timeout of hour number one of two. We'll get you on the text line, 806-855-3712. Your thoughts on Tech's comeback win last night 
against Iowa State. Two-word Tuesday, the topic is United Supermarkets Arena. And then tell us the last thing you ate from a gas station. We're always talking food on Tuesdays. Super Bowl hype, we got it. First Super Bowl you remember, and are you a host or are you a guest? What do you prefer to do? 806-855-3712. Jam up the text line. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Brian Musburger's action update on Talk 1340. The best way to start betting smarter is to sign up for a free VSIN subscription at VSIN.com slash subscribe. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. NBA tonight, five-game schedule. The Heat, a five-point underdog on the road against the Cavs, 209.5 the total. The Knicks, minus two at home against the Lakers, the over-under, 237.5. The Hornets, plus 12 at the Bucks, the total, 239. The Clippers in Chicago against the Bulls, LA, minus three on the road, 230 the over-under. And the Pelicans, plus seven and a half at the Nuggets. New Orleans trying to snap an eight-game skid. The first half of the NBA season just about over with the All-Star break only a few weeks away. Right now, the Celtics, the favorite to win an NBA Title at plus 180, followed by the Nets at plus 325, the Bucks at plus 350. For vcin.com, I'm Trey Westerberg. Talk 103.9, news, money, sports. The Joe Pag Show, weekdays at 5 p.m. on Talk 1340. Final segment hour, number one of two, Ryan Iatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro taking you to 1 o'clock in the Arctic Air Studios. Got you in San Angelo on ESPN 960 in Frigid Lubbock, Talk 103.9 FM, News Money Sports. Question of the day, always food on Tuesdays. What's the last thing you ate from a gas station? Two-word Tuesday topic. United Supermarkets Arena, give us two words to describe it. We got the Big Tech comeback victory, 80-77 to over Iowa State last night. Getting your thoughts on... What you saw and what it compares to, if anything, Super Bowl hype, first Super Bowl you remember, and are you a host, or are you a go-outer and be a guest? 806-855-3712. Texter, going with the all-subs burritos, a pack of taco sauce per bite. One pack of taco sauce per bite. But like Rob, I'll hit him with mustard on occasion. It gives him a chili dog vibe. Uh, I I wouldn't say I always do a a packet per bite, but I have certainly done that before, and especially mm-hmm. at Allsup's, that stuff is delicious. Yes, it is. Do I have some in my truck? Yes, I do. At all times. Uh, texter, oh, this one may be the winner today. Kalachi's from the check stop in West. Man. I would have Don Williams. You remember him? He used to come on the show some, and he works down at the AJ. Uh, when he would go down... Uh, to Waco or any, anywhere there, I would I would make him stop and and get me some kolaches and like he would leave them on my doorstep at the house, like in the middle of the night. I'd wake up and there's the there's the bag of kolaches right there, man. He needs to go down there more often. Uh, Texter says the egg rolls were on the heated rollers. Still, I mean it's it's probably going to be okay. It just may be my line right there. Hey, why egg roll? Is it the cabbage? Know. Maybe. I don't know. The pork? Just a non-traditional... Okay. Something where it's not supposed to be. Do you ever uh, take, like, the buffalo chicken dog? The like the It's like a big chicken nugget kind of thing? Yeah. Put that on a bun? Uh-uh. Get a, little, get, get a little creative sometimes. I mean, I'm, I'm willing to 
I'm willing to give it a shot. I've not gotten that creative in a long time, but uh, in my past, I might have a time or two. Texture wants to know. Now we're being forced to do over unders again, Rob. Over under uh, number of times Kansas gets an entry pass layup or dunk under the basket on Kansas State tonight. Give me a total and I'll pick. Yeah. I'm not setting totals for you. No, nope. I'm not a book. Um, but text- I would take the over. Yeah. <laughs> Had the last two burritos under the heat lamp from a from all subs in Sudan. The burritos were old enough that the internal filling that oozed out was black charred, but plenty of taco sauce. Uh, I don't know if that's Man, it was old. It has been overcooked. Uh, let's see. Texter goes, how do I get the Rob Bro Show at 1 p.m. on 960F in San Angelo? Uh, it also goes to the Power Hour. Well, let me tell you, you don't get it on the 960 app. You get it on the Talk 103.9 FM app. Go to kkm.com, download the app, or you can just listen online via kkm.com. Yeah. But I would highly recommend downloading the app for Talk 103.9. And then call 960 and tell them you want the Rob Bro Show on air in San Angelo. Demand it. Don't be real subtle. Demand it. Pick it outside the state station. <laughs> the station. Find it. Uh, last thing at a gas station, uh, Baconettes, hot and spicy fried pork skins with a 24-ounce Modelo Limon y Sal beer. I saw a local restaurant the other day serving chicharrones and queso. Yeah. You ever done that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never, never dipped chicharrones in anything. Oh, yeah. Chicharrones and then get some ranch and then put ch- Cholula and mix the Cholula into the ranch? No, I've never dipped anything in my... Yeah. Oh, huh. it's killer awesome. Interesting. Texter, the comeback reminded me of the time Tech came back and beat Texas in the bubble back before time clocks. Texas already uh, was ahead by 10 with about a minute 30 left in the game. Tech came back and won. The year was 1982. Did we mention? Did we talk about that? We talked yeah, about that before the show. I think you talked about it before the show, yeah. Again... And yeah, that 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 comeback was crazy because how quickly it happened, and it was crazy because there was no three point line at the time. So I can't remember the sequence. I used to know it. Uh, it was about three inbound passes stolen. You got a couple of and ones on there. Um, I, I can't remember. They maybe maybe they finally got the ball up the floor, missed a shot for summer or a steal or something. Because again, you know, you don't have a shot clock. I think Tech may have fouled maybe two or three times in the sequence in Texas missing free throws. But, yeah, it was just crazy. And that thing was so lightning quick. That's that's It just it happened. It, it was done before you realized, holy cow, Tech just came back from 10 and won this game. It would have been on uh, SportsCenter Top 10 if that existed back then, although SportsCenter did exist. But. All right. Two or Tuesday topic: United Supermarkets Arena. Give us your thoughts on a Texas Tech's eighty to seventy-seven comeback victory. Super Bowl hype question: What's the first Super Bowl you remember? And are you a host or are you a guest, preferably? Then finally, what's the last thing you ate from a gas station? Jam up the text line during the top of the hour break. We're one hour away from the schedule. 806-855-3712. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Townsquare Media Network. 
Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland feature. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland. Welcome back. Hour number two, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Congrats to us. We've done it again. We've turned morning into afternoon here on the program. Kind of tickled a little bit today. Hanging out in the Arctic Air Studios. We'll go till 1 o'clock, ESPN 960 San Angelo, Talk 103.9 FM News, Money, Sports. He's Rob Bro at Rob Bro Show, host of the Rob Bro Show, coming up from 1 to 2 today when they release the Big 12 schedule. Uh, I'm just Ryan Hyatt at Ryan Hyatt Media. Show never ends. Follow us on Twitter at Ryan Hyatt Media, and then we'll come back in the evening with the daily broadcast around six thirty-ish. Do you have a last-second wish list, wish or list. or any reactions to the TCU Thursday night game? Uh, I hate Thursday night games. That's my Which, instant uh, reaction. If if the TCU leak was legitimate, Thursday night, November second, yeah, night game, Texas Tech in Lubbock, yep, hosting TCU. The last time you did that. It'll snow. TCU was ranked 2013. The last Thursday night game you had? Maybe. I think that's right. I don't think they snuck one past. I hate Thursday night games. You played one in Fort Worth too, but yeah. I think that I think that was the Yeah. Let's have a let's have a night game in early November. Yeah. For no reason whatsoever. That probably won't fill up because traffic and People getting here from Dallas and whatnot yeah. on Thursday. Uh, let's see. Uh, question of the day. What's the last thing you ate from a gas station? Your last gas station meal? Uh, Hat Tip Cooking Channel, best thing I ever ate. Good program. Two or Tuesday topic, United Supermarkets Arena. Where, of course, Texas Tech last night comes all the way back from 23 down. School record comeback. Wins 80-77 in overtime. Uh, you can give us your thoughts on that game and... You know, we posed the question yesterday, would the LSU win translate to Big 12 wins? And for the longest time, it looked like it wouldn't. And I don't I don't know, maybe maybe somehow it did, but that seemed, seemed to be singularly uh, a moment of last night. That I, If there was a bump from LSU, it, it, it took a while to kick in. Yeah, were you sitting there with 12 minutes left and 23 down against Iowa State who already beat you by 34 and said... Well, we won in Baton Rouge, boys. We can do it again. Yeah, no. No, that was not crossing my mind. That's that's what I said yesterday. I I think you can probably take a little bit from it if it's a similar situation, but if any other thing happens last night, it's it's a singular thing and you just won a Big 12 game. I don't don't want to discount what you did at at LSU, but it wasn't a Big 12 game and it didn't really matter. This one did. Indeed. Super Bowl hype question out there for you. Uh, first Super Bowl you remember, and then are you a host kind of person or are you a guest kind of person? Uh, good question. Texter wants to know uh, who are our MVPs from last night's game. I really, I mean, obviously O'Banner puts up the big numbers, and O'Banner shows up. You said yesterday, did I hear you? I think I heard you say this uh, yesterday towards the end of your show. That last night's game, that that type game, tailor made for Kevin O'Banner, for big game banner. Yeah, that 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 bright setup, lights, bright lights, yeah. a big Monday playing a ranked team, ranked. Yeah, absolutely. I I do though want to go maybe with, and he was a no show in the first half. Yeah, 
Jalen Tyson was the MVP. I mean, MVP. he played 42 minutes of basketball. Jalen Tyson was the MVP. Tyson or Washington? And, and you give and it Harman. to Ty, you, you you give it to Tyson. I'll four, give it to Washington. Was it a four way tie? Yeah, with Harmon, who still in that run was frustratingly hero ball. Yeah, seventeen but, attempts, five makes. But if it works, it works, and it did. It was working. Like we never complained about Jarrett Culver shooting forty percent from the line and wins. No, in fact. Generally, with Jarrett Culver, no matter the percentage, I was like, shoot more. Do yeah. more. And if if Davian Harmon, with a small lineup, can clear the lane and nobody's down there, do it more. Same texture. Uh, do you two see this as a one-off, or is this team maybe finally growing up slash getting better? Uh, it doesn't have to be a one-off if they will commit. And we talked about this in the first hour, Rob. You know, to maybe going with the smaller lineup when they can, if they commit to doing what they were doing last night, which from twelve, well, second half, it looked like a a, a no middle defense. It looked like a harassing, aggressive yeah. defense, and the in the offense fed off that. If you can duplicate that, it doesn't have to be a one off. If you don't, it'll be a one off. I have a few thoughts. Texas Tech went out there and and played a near-perfect final five minutes, final four minutes. Really good final 12. Dominated the second half, point total-wise, to win. Because they dominated the first. You certainly dominated the last 12 minutes. Down 23, one by three in overtime. Right. Which means you won the the last 12 minutes by 26. Or the last 17 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Just math there. But you did the same against Kansas, and you didn't get a foul call, and then you missed a shot. Right. They made a shot. You did the same thing against Oklahoma. Took, got it to overtime. They didn't freak out and just drove on you. So I really don't think... I don't think this is a one-off as much as this is what you've been doing. You just finally broke through. Right. Like, like no, it's not a one-off. You've been doing this. You've been close in Big 12 games. I will say you're not going to get a 23-point comeback again. Probably not. You hadn't done that in the history of the program. It hadn't happened in nearly 100 years' worth of Tech basketball. But I, I, just because you won this game doesn't mean you played way better than you had been playing in Big 12 play. No, I agree with that. You I, did I, some things differently, but... Yeah, well, and you won. <laughs> well, yeah, there is that's a difference. The, difference, the biggest difference. But but if it's if it's a one off or is it consistent? What does it look like? What's the opposite? Are you going to go on a nine game winning streak? No. Yeah. No, you're not. Don't think that's going to happen. Texture talking about the last thing they ate from a gas station: sushi with spicy mustard at the Tootin Totem in Stratford, Texas. Shout out Tootin Totem. Uh, let's see. First Super Bowl, one texter remembers the Chiefs beating up the Vikings. Another one from uh, Super Bowl four. Uh, let's see. Texter says, I prefer to play the guest role at Super Bowl parties only because it occurs on Sunday. If uh, I have a big day or on Monday, I can slip away early and watch the rest of the game responsibly at my own home. If I'm hosting, the party would get away from me and cause a terrible Monday. I know it's Super Sunday, but man, oh, man. 
Super Bowl should be on a Saturday. <sighs> yeah. It should be on a Saturday. Or just move it to what's the what's the February holiday? Not Valentine's Day, but yeah, the President's like a, Day yeah, in there. there. Yeah, well, we jammed all the presidents together. They used to get you know Lincoln and those guys. They is used that a to federal holiday? Say, yeah, yeah, President's Day is a federal holiday. Well, what day is, is that? The second Monday in February? Maybe later. Third February? Yeah. Oh well, feels like it's later. Too late. It was that we could move up President's Day though. Yeah, we do it all the time. I mean, just, just move change up, it. Man. Just change President's Day. No longer Day on anybody's it, yeah. birthday. I mean, it's an arbitrary day anyways. Just yeah. put it after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Problem solved. <laughs> Could the NFL buy that? <laughs> uh, you probably could. I, I'm joking, but you probably could make a donation somewhere. And, you, oh, yeah. So I always say I'd, I'd much rather buy a senator than be a senator. Third Super Bowl with the Jets is the first Super Bowl one text remembers. Joe Namath predicting his team's victory in spite of being an underdog. Uh, and then the uh, Janet Jackson clothing malfunction, uh, bigger than the game. Rob, a question. Was that moment planned? The wardrobe malfunction. Are you of the, not tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist, but are you of the opinion that uh, that was staged? Justin Timberlake knew it was going to happen because I am. Uh, yes, it was planned, but I think there was still a malfunction. I, I think it didn't go off quite as. Oh, it came off. Right. I think there was supposed to be some uh, extra coverage down there that might have also got ripped off. Yeah. Texture says, uh, for the USA, Jason, uh, for the MVP probably, Jalen Tyson, his energy got the crowd in it. Uh, he was also the guy leading the pregame huddle. Looked like he was taking a leadership role. <laughs> yeah. I got several texts that... Uh, you know, hey, Steve Green was in a in a huddle, and then the offense started going better. Uh, He's been in some huddles. The defense got better. It was the defense the, the, the offense fed off of. Yeah. I mean, you had two coast-to-coast buckets. You had some transition. You were still doing the... You were still doing the three-man weave on every possession. It was just once, and David Harmon was being more decisive with it. Uh, that's, what we, that's what we were begging for yesterday. Yeah. Whatever you do, just be more decisive. And you know what? It worked. The texter agrees. Texter says it was a great time for Harmon to channel his inner Keenan Evans. I would not go that far, but I had the same thought last night. Yeah. I would say more of his Jarrett Culver. Yeah. Because Jarrett Culver wasn't quite Keenan Evans either. But Keenan would have been hitting those from the elbow and the free throw line and then getting and ones. And making the free throw. I mean, Keenan was just different. Yeah. <laughs> but also yesterday, we were begging for a guy to step up. And you had a guy at the end of the game, and his name was Kevin O'Banner slash David Harmon. You had them both in there. And you had all three of the MVPs we talked about on one play that saved the game. Harmon... In traffic, throws up a terrible shot, doesn't get the foul call. Tyson gets the offensive rebound, kicks it out to O'Banner in the corner. O'Banner rattles one home. Why not? And then the next possession, Caleb Grill punches it out of bounds because I don't remember who was on him. Tyson probably was right there. 806 855. Tyson and Harmon. Probably both. 855-3712 to text in. Texter says, face it, going with a smaller lineup basically means keeping Boncho out. And I think it's the right call. Not trying to say anything bad about Bacho. I like the guy a lot. 
But when he's in there, I think the rest of the guys, including O'Banner, don't try as hard for rebounds, etc. I'm not going to go as far as say that, that they don't try as hard when he's out there. Tyson had nine boards and all three bigs were on the floor. Yeah. I think some maybe the spacing's a little messed up sometimes. I don't know. But you're still going to have to play Daniel Bacho. There are Big 12 teams that you will have to have Bacho out there. Yeah, and if you're focused on defense, um, Bacho, look, it looks different when Bacho's in there with the smaller lineup because O'Banner's not on the floor in that aspect. So if O'Banner needs to sit, you bring in Bacho. And then it's Bacho, Tyson, Tyson at the four, uh, and then three guards, whoever you want. But in, in that respect, instead of Bacho standing in the corner like O'Banner does, Bacho has to be out of the paint because that's right. how it works at the top of the key. Then you're playing high pick and roll, and Bacho is basically Lamar Washington's role last night where he's the one at the top of the key handing it off to Davion. Uh, Harmon, who was basically getting handoffs from Lamar Washington, the quarterback, and then either driving or dishing. Mm-hmm. And that that's they ran the same play over and over and over in the last five minutes, and it was Davian was bringing the ball up, giving it to Lamar. Lamar was standing there, giving it right back to Davian so he could come in with force, because that's the only way he can do it. If he starts at the top of the key and starts dribbling, he just dribbles. But if you start at the half court, it's like a transition. I had the thought last night there as the game was winding down that if you had just dropped in on the game with about five minutes to go in the game, no score bug, you don't know what the score is, Yeah, and you start watching, you're going to watch and you're going to look at Iowa State and go, man, they must be down 20. Uh, Iowa State looked really bad. And, and that's what I was getting at earlier. It's not like you went out and won that game and executed perfectly, and that's a one-off because you hadn't been doing that. I thought you finished that game about as well as you finished Oklahoma and Kansas. But Kansas finished better. Oklahoma finished better. Iowa State collapsed. For every comeback, there's a collapse on the other side. And you were forcing it. I don't want to discount what Texas Tech did. And I'm not going to say something dumb like, you know, Iowa State really lost that and Texas Tech didn't really win it. But... Iowa State had two really bad turnovers. Caleb Grill, all he has to do is hold the ball and not throw it out of bounds. I mean, it's close enough. They're trying to either foul or or get a turnover. Yeah. And he just punches it out. Uh, Their freshman, Lipsy, who's looked like a senior all year, looked like a true freshman last night in a bad way in that collapse. So... Is it a one-off? Maybe, because you don't often see Big 12 teams struggle that badly in yeah. end-of-game scenarios. Got to take the quick time out. You guys jam up the text line, 806-855-3712. Uh, question of the day. Last thing you ate from a gas station. Two-word Tuesday. Give us two words to describe United Supermarkets Arena. Speaking of which, that's where Tech won last night. Big 12 game. Huge comeback. 23 points. Tell us what you liked, what you see. And then finally, Super Bowl hype, legally bound to ask these questions. First Super Bowl you remember. And are you a host or are you a guest when it comes to Super Bowl parties? 806-855-3712. Quick timeout. It's Ryan I. It's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro.
today. Twelve twenty-three. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro taking you till one o'clock today in the Arctic Air Studios. You're listening to San Angelo on ESPN nine sixty and Lubbock Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. Question of the day: Last thing you ate from a gas station? Two word Tuesday. The topic: United Supermarkets Arena. Hard to believe that thing's almost twenty-five years old. I think it has aged pretty well, all things considered. And then Tech Men's Basketball uh, comes back from twenty-three down. Give us your thoughts on the eighty seventy-seven overtime win. And, of course, Super Bowl hype. Your first Super Bowl that you remember. And do you host the parties or are you a guest at said Super Bowl parties? Jam up the text line with us today, 806-855-3712. Of course, the Rob Bro Show comes your way from 1 to 2. And the Big 12 football schedules will be released in time for the uh, release party that Rob's hosted with you guys today. Texter uh, on the text line, according to an emotional Devion Harmon, Coach Adams channeled the uh, William Travis Alamo lying in the sand moment with his own everyone who wants to play stand-up challenge. Everyone stood up. Teams uh, team seems genuinely behind him for now. Also good to see Hocutt and Myers hugging Adams on the way to his locker room speech. We did have a, a Hocutt sighting there. And I thought I thought Coach Myers was going to like, I don't know what he was going to do. I, he was happy. Is there always a spirit tunnel of Myers and Hocutt? No. Okay. Just nine games in when you haven't won yet? Yeah. Hey, winning. Or on the first one. It's just usually earlier. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's just the first Big 12 win of the year that you get that. And again, the locker room, the the emotional Davian Harmon. Again, you you mentioned just you know coming in on the broadcast and not knowing the the first half and the comeback, and you just watched the final five minutes. You didn't see the score bug. It looks like Texas Tech had won. Yeah. Well, hey, you just drop in on that, not knowing anything about Texas Tech. Let's say you're a Big Ten basketball fan. You don't know anything about the the Big Twelve standings, and you dip in on the Texas Tech celebration, uh, water. Shadow boxing. Hey, this a team that loves their coach. Man. Texture, I love how assertive Harmon was in the second half, but all the dribbling at the top of the key is not productive. I, well, it was. It was. It last was. Last night. It, it was. And I, it wasn't terribly efficient until it was. <laughs> yeah. Right? And and he was 5 of 17, but how many free throw opportunities did he have down the stretch? Yeah. And again, Keenan Evans averaged 20 points a game that season. They went to the Elite Eight, that first Elite Eight run. And I would venture to guess he averaged five in the first 35 minutes of every game and 15 in the last five minutes of Big 12 play. Yeah, And I'm not even – I think I might be being generous there. No. You're not. <laughs> he at least averaged 12 in the last five minutes of, of Big 12 games. And especially, what was it, the Texas game at home where yeah. they ended up winning in overtime and he scored like all 30 points in the second half? It, you've been asking for it. If David Harmon is the guy and if he's getting the calls... Let him roll. And again, foul discrepancy either says two things. A, you were screwed. 
Could have yep. happened. Occam's razor, somebody was driving it down your throat, and you weren't driving it down to anybody else's. Exactly. The more aggressive team, and again, we've been begging for Texas Tech to just be aggressive. Yeah. Be decisive. Make a decision. And they made decisions on the perimeter defense, which has been a, a bugaboo. Yeah, one guy made eight, sure. But late in the game, you were really good. Final four minutes, you were really good. And it's because you were decisive. And you jumped some passing lanes. Finally. Not that there's a sports talk station or a radio show in Ames, Iowa that I'm aware of. Maybe there is. I wonder what their discussion is today. We had a couple guys you know? jump into our spaces last night that are kind of talking heads in the Iowa State community. And they were pretty down. Um, Iowa State's won a lot of games, Mm -hmm. but they've given up some leads. Yes, they have. And they've, you know, kind of survived them so far. But, you know, Otzelberger was bad in Big 12 play last year when they started and then got it rolling toward the end. But they were 7-11. They just had an undefeated non-con. By the way, two 7-11 teams have made the tournament from the Big 12 since 2019. So you're saying there's a chance. But both had undefeated non-conference. non-conference. Yeah. Bottom of the hour break, jam up the text line 806-855-3712. Tell us the last thing you ate from a gas station. The best thing I ever ate, Hat Tip Cooking Channel. Two or Tuesday topic, United Supermarkets Arena. Super Bowl hype today? You've got it. First Super Bowl you remember, what was it? Do you host or do you go out? on Super Bowl Sunday. 806-855-3712. Quick break. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Twelve thirty-four. You got Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro taking you to one o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios. Uh, you can get it on the text line eight zero six eight five five three seven one two. Got you in San Angelo, ESPN nine sixty in Lubbock. Talk one hundred three point nine FM News Money Sports. Don't forget Rob Bro Show comes your way from one to two Monday through Friday on Talk one hundred three point nine FM. And today we'll be talking about the Big Twelve schedule release to at the top of the hour. So. Uh, Topics today, obviously, Texas Tech basketball. Give us your thoughts on how that game played out last night, the huge comeback victory. To our Tuesday topic, United Supermarkets Arena. Super Bowl hype, your first Super Bowl to remember. And are you a host or are you a guest when it comes to Super Bowl parties? We're required to do Super Bowl questions every day between now and then. Finally, uh, always food on Tuesdays. Last thing you ate from a gas station. I've got a late helmet sticker. Okay. Helmet sticker to uh, Chris Level and uh, Jeff Haxton for hanging in there, <laughs> yeah. hanging in there through Big Twelve play. Yeah, got him one see- finally. <laughs> they seemed pretty relieved last night to be able to have a good post game yes. and not uh, a struggle, <laughs> a struggle bus to try to explain another loss. Yes. Hey, and I feel it, man. 
Oh, I've called some we've late been game, there. We've uh, all been there. Lubbock High games or whatever else in football, and you're just kind of trying to get through it. And, and you got to do the post game interview, and it's like, uh, Coach, uh, yeah. obviously, once again, your team appeared unready to play, and right. uh, just no juice whatsoever, Coach. Uh, how do you feel? But I, you know, I uh, high respect for those two guys, yeah. and I. Uh, <laughs> Good to get a win. It's been a bit of a roller coaster. It's good for everyone for to get Hacks. a win. You you, you kind of forget about uh, support yeah, the staff, support staff and, and everybody and coaches else. and oh, there's some GAs the and some trainers. Yes, managers going. Thank God. Like just for like the laundry not being done. It's yep. it, everything trickles down. So absolutely good for the basketball program to get a win. Texter, I just watched the final ten thirty. One team played it like its life depend on it. One collapsed. After KO missed a free throw, a layup, and committed to charge, I thought Tech would still find a way to lose. Man, and as great as he was in the second half, that was a bad stretch. Yeah. And then Demarion Williams comes up with a steal, and you're like, ah, more life. And then Kelser gets it right back, and you're like, okay, here you go. I mean, there was a moment pretty much after every great moment where Iowa State was going to win that game. Yeah. Until until Kevin O'Banner made that three after the offensive rebound and got it to two, I I still thought Iowa State would win. But you're like, hey, I yeah, again, you're giving yourself a chance. That's the, what we've wanted. Yeah, the emotional processing of what was going on took me a long time to get to the point of Texas Tech can win this thing. To I think Texas Tech's gonna win this thing. But at first, it was just, hey, hey, just, hey, this team didn't quit, you know? That midway through the second half, you're just going, wow, they're playing hard, man. They're still playing hard. 100% honesty, I I really felt good going into overtime. Uh, as soon as, I, as when it went to overtime, I did I was not like, feel no good. <laughs> I did not. And then, even at the end, when they were jacking up four straight threes, yeah. I was like, none of these are going in. Yeah. Not a look at all. Not a, like, not a single look. Not a single good shot. I mean, that got the last one. I was like, okay, that one's going in. They're giving, you're giving them a fourth one. Yeah, but it just overall, it just I really felt good about overtime, just because how you finished and they finished, mm-hmm. and when Oklahoma forced overtime or you forced overtime against Oklahoma, I yeah. don't remember who scored last. Um, didn't feel good at all. They had the momentum. I don't even if you scored last, they had the momentum yeah. in that one. I did not feel good. Uh, you should have escaped. I think you scored and they scored to tie it back up. I think that was it. But you, you but again, scored different and, feel that night. And then t- you tied it up, then you stopped them from scoring, and I, I just I, I felt good. I did. Yeah. Now, I was yelling at O'Banner to throw it to Davian Harmon so he could shoot <laughs> the free throws, but O'Banner sunk them both, and it didn't matter anyways. Texture on the first Super Bowl they remember. It says, don't remember the year, but the highlight was Irv Cross getting chased off the field during pregame by the grounds crew. I don't remember that one. It would have been a CBS broadcast Super Bowl probably sometime in the 70s, I'm guessing. The legendary Irv Cross. Oh, yeah, the Philadelphia legendary. Eagles. Part of the NFL today with Brent Musburger and Phyllis George. Jimmy the Greek. Oh, greatness. Irv Cross was awesome. Uh, Texture. Uh, Tech attained the coach night goal of making more free throws than your opponent attempts. Result of aggressive driving to the rim also stopped the clock. That's a, that is another one. That, that, okay, that's a really good point there. First off on the free throws, uh, they don't send you to the line. You get to the line. That yeah, is a huge it. mindset yeah. messaging 
that a lot of coaches try to reinforce. They they don't put you on the line. You get to the line. You've got to earn the right to go shoot the free throws. But, yeah, that that while that was going on in the second half, it was a little bit like a football game where you're getting extra timeouts in possessions and getting points without the clock moving. That's a very astute observation by the texter. And there were very few, uh, like, 90-foot penalties that led to free throw opportunities, I right. think. I don't remember Iowa State committing any of those. I know Texas Tech did late. Yeah. But I, if you would have asked me the free throw discrepancy in-game without looking at the box score, I wouldn't have told you it was so lopsided, but didn't complain about it. One texter saying that... It, uh, Iowa State's big uh, Osunye was a major liability on defense. He was bad. Cash the over on uh, his rebounds, though. He got Thank six you overtime. on the day. <laughs> over five and a half. Five defensive rebounds. Uh, he was minus two on the plus minus, which is not one of the bigger offenders. Yeah, but David Harmon was cooking him. Yeah. Late. Looked he slow. He had zero closeout. Looked really slow. Zero Again, Going back to this theory that if you only watch the final five minutes plus with no idea what the score of the game was, that you would have you would you would have assumed Texas Tech had been winning this game all night long and that they were running Iowa State out of the gym, and and because that's what it looked like. Well, hey, I asked you yesterday, and we both discounted it, but one of these teams got to play at eleven a.m. and come home. Yeah, the other one played at two or three, and then had to go home and then come here. And one of the teams last night ran out of legs and the other one didn't. You know, and I yeah, I guess Big Monday turnaround from Missouri to Lubbock. Yeah, guilty of that probably on on my end of underestimating the impact maybe oh, that would did. have. I mean, I brought it up, but I didn't think it was going to matter. <laughs> no. It sure didn't look like it was going to matter. It did not early. No, it didn't. But I think, you know, Iowa State looked fatigued mentally. Yeah. They were not crisp. They were not sharp. No. And hey, T.J. Altsberger, man, players coach. I, I'm a coach. Players make plays, and he, there were some moments where he needed to. He coach. needed to do a little coaching. And we we have said that a lot in the Texas Tech tenure of both of all the head coaches that you've had in the last six years. We have not even talked about the Baylor Texas game last night, and and how that one ends. For just a half moment, it was like the old Scott Druid showed up where we just roll the basketballs out and we get talented players and we're not going to coach. And in-game scenarios and uh, decision-making, just that was a huge criticism going back, I, I would say, 10 years ago, maybe a little less on Scott Drew. And Howard Jerome Tang and Scott Drew both there for so long, and then they both figured it out at the same time. Yeah. Because they were not good. No, they were they were a poorly coached situational basketball team for a long time. They were athletic. Yep. And then when Mark Adams showed up, it's like they were like, "Oh, we could run that defense with oh. all the talent we have." Oh, what if we tried that? <laughs> have you? Are you familiar with a no middle defense? You mean if we just go get six seven guys like we love and put one at the two, we can just have defensive stoppers yeah. on the perimeter? Yeah, let's do that. Textures are on the text line, 806-855-3712. Today, uh, our food topic, what is the last thing you ate from a gas station? Last thing you consumed that you bought at said gas station? 
Uh, to our Tuesday topic, United Supermarkets Arena, the site of last night's huge comeback, and if not a big crowd, an involved crowd. And I, and I do like the, your description of their knowledge base. They know how to be an impactful crowd. Yeah. Now, I thought they swag surfed a little early, but eh. you got to get it in. Yeah, I mean, it's time. It's time, right? Well, I think it was a little early, but you can give us your thoughts on the game. Super Bowl hype questions. First Super Bowl you remember. Uh, and then host or not. Uh, Texter says, the first Super Bowl I remember, 1980, Raiders versus Eagles, Plunkett versus Jaworski. I was squarely on the Raiders that day. Big Plunkett fan. First electric football Who set I had uh, was a Jim Plunkett electric football set. That was kind of cool. So, Texter's on the text line. Uh, Missouri used a similar blueprint to make Iowa State look bad. Let's see how Iowa State adjusts now. Obviously didn't get a chance to watch much yeah, of that game gr- the other day, so I can't speak to it. Grill didn't play. I think that was bigger. If Grill didn't play against Texas Tech, you don't need a 23-point comeback. You just beat him by 20. Yeah, probably so. I mean, he had he was 7 of 8, mm-hmm. 7 of 9, or 8 of 12. I think he was 8 of 12. Yeah. With 24 points. Did he score a two-pointer? <laughs> uh, the box I don't still? think he did. <laughs> Did he have 24 points from threes? He was 8 of 12 shooting. All threes. Yeah. All threes. He didn't take one inside the arc. And I think two of those were... Was he 8 of 9 and then missed the last three he took? Yeah, because he would have been... I know he took two late. Did he take two, three? Two, I think he took two in the sequence and missed another one there. I think. Maybe missed, go back and look. missed the one at regulation and then missed two in overtime? Yeah. 806-855-3712. It's a shame. Texter says, Texas Tech 2-0 sans pop. Coincidence? Is there something that is going on on the floor that was not going on on the floor when he was there? It's a real coincidence you got to play LSU. Yeah. And then a real coincidence that Iowa State forgot how to play basketball in the second half. I think you're a better team when you have Pop Isaacs on the floor. Again, that was one of the reasons why Tech was favored late, or late in the day yesterday, is that the... Uh, Information was that he would be able to go, right. according to some, not me. Well, we asked we asked the other day, um, does Pop Isaacs feel like he needs to be aggressive because nobody else was being aggressive? Yeah. Because he wasn't that the whole year. And then it seemed like everyone kind of okay. was a shell of themselves for two weeks, and he had to step up. Nobody else was shooting. You're a good silver lining guy, and I try. Yeah. It's not my nature. But go with me on this that Isaac's having to sit and watch these last two games. As a freshman, as a young collegiate player who's been on the floor from day one, he's not had the bench time. He's right. not had the visual watching, seeing, all of that. I wonder if that will, in a way, help him when he gets back out on the floor. And again, he's a really good player. He don't need a whole lot of help. But I do think on some shot selection, some positioning within the offensive flow yeah that maybe a little bit of that over there will make well, him even better two games ago Kerwin Walton O'Banner and Harmon are shooting 20 percent yeah they didn't shoot 20 percent in the last two games was that because they were playing worse teams and or was it because yeah. pop wasn't on the floor I, I don't know I lean toward it not being related to pop I agree Kerwin Walton was shooting wide open shots and Pop's not the one messing up the spacing. No. 
And LSU is just really late and not very good. Yeah, I think we've established that. I, I will keep saying that because I I am very high on Pop, and I, I want him to play immediately when he comes back. Speaking of when we come back, we'll play Guess the Schedule, the Big 12 football schedule yeah. about to be released. We'll see if we can guess some of the tech schedule. 806-855-3712 for you to chime in. Tell us the last thing you ate from a gas station. Don't be bashful. Be honest. Tell the truth. 806-855-3712. It's a quick break. Final one of the day. It's Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Final segment of the day, Ryan Iatt's Raiderland featuring Rob Bro. Got you till 1 o'clock here in the Arctic Air Studios, ESPN 960 in San Angelo and in Lubbock Talk 103.9 FM, News Money Sports. Question of the day, always food on Tuesdays, the last thing you ate from a gas station. Uh, also today, looking back at Tex, 80-77 overtime win against Iowa State. Get your thoughts in on that, what you saw. And then uh, Super Bowl hype, first Super Bowl you remember. And then, are you a host or are you a guest? I'm firmly in the host category. And then that way, it's a stinker of a game at halftime. You can just tell everybody, hey, get the hell out. 806-855-3712. Use that uh, on this show and use it on the Rob Bro Show, which is coming your way from 1 to 2 right here on Talk 103.9 FM. As we get ready for the release of the uh, Big 12 schedule for football. What do you think, Rob? Uh, Big 12 opener, Texas Tech at Texas. So starting on Labor Day, just to get the schedule out there. Right. In Wyoming, home against Oregon, home against Tarleton State. Yeah. I do believe you will start on the road in Big 12 play, either in Austin or Houston. Okay. Well, no, because I believe TCU opens in Houston or yeah. against Houston. So they, let's they, say Texas. They, yeah, so, so we'll say Texas, home opener, uh, road opener. By week... On the 28th of October. Okay. Because you, you generally have a bye week before a Thursday game. Right. Then you kind of get two buys. Yeah, kind of get a half buy on the other side. You get a half buy on both sides. Well, you get an extra, you get 10 days and then 10 days. So. Second, uh, okay, so the Big 12 home opener for Texas Tech. Hmm. Be Texas and Austin. No, but home the home opener, opener for and Tech. Then, yeah, and then the home opener, uh, Baylor. Or would you play Baylor uh, last week of the year? You're going to play Baylor late. So Baylor will be late in Waco. BYU home opener? UCF home opener. One of them. One of them will be be in Lubbock. One of those two will be in Lubbock. And then you'll go to the other. You'll either be in Orlando or be in Provo. Yeah. So that's my guess on that. Uh, so you've had a home game there, next home game. And I'd rather go to Orlando late than go to Provo late. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> late trips to Provo, you're going to have to invest in some new cold weather gear. Yeah. I think you the, might swing around and take a ski trip or something. Okay, so I, okay, so let's let's go with the idea that those are the two teams, new teams that Tech plays next year. Let's yeah. say BYU and UCF. Who do you miss next year from the current configuration? Who do you end up not playing? Oklahoma State. Okay. Kansas State. Okay. I can go with that. I would go any any two of these three. Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Yeah. That you end up not playing any two of those three. Now, I want to play Oklahoma State, 
but I've heard enough that I don't think you'll play Oklahoma State. Yeah. You're hearing things, are you? Well, just, you know. I heard that you weren't playing a lot of the uh, Iowa State, Kansas right. State, Oklahoma State. I've heard lots of things. Who will hate this schedule? Who will love this schedule? And will uh, they? Texas and Oklahoma will both hate it on principle. Yeah. I think Texas Tech, TCU, and Baylor will like their schedules. Yeah. Houston will hate their schedule because they're Houston and think they deserve more. Agreed. Same with UCF. I think Cincinnati's happy to be here. I think BYU is happy to be here. I think BYU is very happy to be in the Big 12 as well. West Virginia should like this schedule more than any other because I think they'll play UCF, Cincinnati, uh, and Oklahoma kind of finally getting some regional action. Though Norman is still a bit of a trip, but at least you get two time zone games. uh, You're going to send Houston up to uh, West Virginia? Send Dana Holgerson back? Yeah, it would be interesting to see if Houston, UCF, and Cincinnati all play each other this year and keep that AAC tie. Right. Or, or if those three don't play each other. At all and just break into the new league that way. I would lean towards that Yeah, being the case more than keeping them together. No, They've already done that. I didn't try to put a schedule together with all 14 teams. Right. No, that there's would have a been few a good moving exercise. parts there. Yeah. It would have been a good exercise to try and do. Uh, probably would have given me a little more realization of why it took – Two months. And <laughs> hey, I got computer nerds who I do have this one every guy day. can do it in an hour and a half. Uh, yeah. So, all right, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like. Of course, you'll be able to uh, provide the uh, instantaneous reaction and analysis on uh, on your show, taking it till two o'clock. Perfect home schedule doesn't have to be time of year. Just perfect right. home schedule. What would it be? You get six home games, two non-con. So, what four conference games do you want at home to make it big? You already have TCU. Say uh, you got either BYU or UCF coming in. So one of those two. And then two more. TCU. Get Oklahoma back. I don't think you're playing Oklahoma. No, I don't think Baylor? so either. If you get Baylor and TCU both at home? Yeah. Of course, then you're going back and then forth. You're, going you're probably back, yeah. going to Waco this year. I don't think so. I don't know. I think in Waco is a good bet. Yeah. We'll see. Moments away if they're on time with the scheduled release. Is somebody standing by the fax machine? Do we have somebody by the fax machine? 806-855-3712 to continue the conversation on the Rob Bro Show. Big bandwagon Wednesday show tomorrow. I'll uh, try to be with you guys tonight around 6.30ish on the daily broadcast at Ryan Hyatt Media on Twitter. For Rob, I'm Ryan. We'll see you Wednesday in Raiderland. Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland, a presentation of the Texas Townsquare Media Network.